This episode of Missy Unfiltered is brought to you by Pizza Rock Las Vegas. had a weird relationship with death and I only say that because I feel like I've always had kind of like an understanding and acceptance of it but at the same time I'm absolutely terrified of it growing up I always had my maternal grandparents and my dad's parents died before I was born so I never met them over the years I've lost so many people but only one person that I was super close with and even then him and I didn't talk every day my husband lost his brother in 2015 and I didn't know what to say or do but I could see his pain and I still see his pain. Sometimes when I think of losing those close to me, I feel a pressure in my chest and my breath escapes me. It doesn't seem real that someone like my mom, who I'm so close with, might not be here one day. In an instant, our lives can change when we lose someone, no matter how close you are with them and it can affect everyone differently. So many families fall apart when people pass on and some come back together. My first experience with death was when I was in the seventh grade. My brother lost his best friend. He was shot while trying to break up a fight in a club back home. I knew him and I knew how close my brother and him were, so I was sad for my brother and the man's son, who was only five at the time. Over the years, it seemed like my brother and sister lost so many friends to accidents and overdose that it just, I kind of became numb to it. You know, and eventually I feel like all I could say was, damn, that sucks. And over time, it's like my mind just accepted that this was normal, which it is like death is normal, but it's almost like a matter of when, not if. Both of my great grandmothers on my mom's side live to be like hella old, like 96 and 103. So I've made peace with the fact that longevity runs in my family. So maybe I've always had this expectation that my nana and papa are also going to live forever. And we know at some point our parents will no longer be here. We expect and hope for that they will pass on warm in their bed at 99. We shouldn't have to lose our parents when we're kids or in our 20s or before they get a chance to see their grandbabies. One of my closest friends since I was 11 lost her dad a few years back. The man was one of the closest things I had to a father when I was younger. His heart was the size of Texas and his daughter and all of her friends were the apple of his eye. I know this girl hasn't been the same since her dad passed, especially now that she's raising babies and she married a man that her dad would have absolutely loved. And all that you can say is like, I know he's watching over you and your family, but, but I know that even though I've never experienced it firsthand, that I know that that doesn't make it any easier. Sometimes I wonder how I'm going to feel when I lose my dad. I know that him and I haven't had a perfect relationship and we don't get to spend much time together. I mean, I love the man. Obviously, I'm going to be sad. That's not what I'm saying. But I think the hardest thing that I have to deal with with this is that my babies don't really know him. And I don't have a ton of pictures or a ton of stories about my dad when he was younger. And I, I think those are the kinds of things we pass on to our kids. Like you want to tell your kids about your parents and who they were and who they were when they were younger. My dad's mom died when he was 12 and I've heard a few different stories like that she killed herself or like, I'm not really sure how she died. Um, I've seen a couple pictures, one uh, from Thanksgiving, the year that she died. My dad always laughs at the picture because she has this like manic look in her eyes and he always says it's because she had five kids and that's why she was suicidal. He always had like a really sick way of putting a humorous spin on things. 
but aside from that, I never really knew who my dad's parents were. You know, my mom tells me stories about my grandpa. My brother named him Papa Big Nose because of the size of the schnoz on his face. He was a union painter and a raging alcoholic, but my mom adored my grandpa. And I wish I would have got to know my dad's parents so then maybe I'd have like a better understanding of who my dad was. And when my brother-in-law passed in 2015, my husband's mom called me and she couldn't get a hold of Chris, so she called me while I was at work. And hearing her voice on the other end and trying to process what she was saying, like I don't even remember the next two hours. By the time I got to my car and valet to go home, my husband had found out what was going on. I had no idea what to do. Everyone grieves differently. And there's nothing you can say to console someone who's lost someone so suddenly, especially. And there's no timeline for grief. You know, you can't tell someone they have to get over it quicker than you would or anything like that. And those feelings of loss just weigh on you for the rest of your life. I found that out myself, you know, the hard way when I lost my best friend. I got that call early in the morning. The twins were just waking up, so it was really early. Uh, the person who called, he would have never called at that time. So I knew something was horribly wrong. And after he told me what happened, I just felt this like hard punch in my gut. And honestly, I, again, I don't remember anything after that. The following weeks and planning and flying home to bury my friend, it just came and went. And the hard thing about death is once the memorial service is over, we all just kind of have to go back to our regularly scheduled lives. You know, how long after that are you going to cry? Like how long after that are you allowed to just fall silent in thought because you're missing your friend? Everyone mourns differently. You know, I think of my friend often, but I can't cry like I used to because I know at some point you have to accept the loss and I know not everyone could do that quickly or maybe even at all. It just takes time. When we lose someone, we think of all the things that they're going to miss. I know Chris wishes his brother would have seen our babies, you know, for him to be an uncle. And I know a big part of him wishes we never left Ohio because maybe things would be different. Loss comes with guilt and regret. Chris had a best friend growing up that passed right after I got out of high school. Everyone knew this boy. He had this model face and an outgoing, loving personality. He was a cool kid. He worked at Abercrombie and Fitch and he liked to race cars. We knew each other from school, but I was younger than them. I ran into him one night at the gas station. This was a few months before he died. I was having a bad night and I was driving around, you know, listening to my slit playlist and I stopped to get snacks. He saw me and he invited me to a party downtown on YSU's campus and he asked for my number so he can call me when he got there. I gave him my number, but I never made it to the party. Months later, he randomly calls me and asks if I want to go with him to work his uncle's booth at the racetrack outside of town. I said I couldn't because I had to work my other job. And the next morning I found out that he was killed in a car accident that wasn't even his fault. And all I could think is if I was with him, would this have still happened? Like if I was with him, would I have, you know, made the timeline be off by a few seconds, just enough to prevent it? Or if I would have went, would I have been in the accident too? You know, one can ask so many questions that will forever be unanswered. And many years later, I, I went to the spiritual reader. It's a friend of my mom's from the cult that she's in. <laughs> to elaborate so Joni's a part of this group of friends and they would go to lilydale it's like right outside of buffalo new york and it's a town of uh and i quote mediumship and healing that's what it says when you look it up and i know for sure that this bitch was in a cult and she was going there and taking a bunch of psychedelics and talking to dead people she's never going to admit it but i know so anyway so i go to see this reader and she says that she sees a man that liked to go fast that's watching over both me and my husband 
and says some wild shit about how I was supposed to be with him when he died and stuff. And it was much, much more detailed than that, but it gave me fucking chills. And like on a separate occasion, you know, she, I didn't even tell her the details of what she told me. My husband goes to see her and she says that the same man is Chris's guardian angel. And I get it. Everyone has their own views on death and the afterlife and spirits or whatever, but someone like my mom, she'll see a bird and say that it's someone coming to visit her. We call her the grim reaper cause she's so like in tune with death. <laughs> but as I, as I get older, I see more and more people my age losing their parents and grandparents. You know, anything could happen any day, any moment. My mom always says that when your ticket's up, your ticket's up, but it's so true. Like you can eat healthy, never smoke a day in your life and die of lung cancer. Like how many of you seriously don't text and drive? It takes a millisecond to look at a text and kill a family of four. And that sounds awful to say, but like you never think it's going to happen to you. Like how many drinks is your limit before you get behind the wheel of a car? Like I can't tell you how many accidents I've seen where kids are dying because their parent was drunk and got into an accident or somebody else was drunk and hit them. Like that poor infant, uh, if you're from Las Vegas, you saw this story. The mom and the dad were racing each other to get home. They were not together and they were having some kind of like custody exchange. And the mom was doing 80 and like a 35. I think she was drunk and uh, she crashed and killed the little boy. He was only like 18 months old. Uh, one of Chris's friends um, just passed in a motorcycle accident a few days ago. I'm not really sure of the details or what happened, but like he wasn't much older than my husband and he had a young daughter. It's fucking terrifying. Like anything could happen at any instant. And we always say like, live life to the fullest. You only live once, you know, tell those you love how much you love them. Like I get it. It's cliche, but it's so true. Like That's why it's so important to put your energy into those people that you love and not the shitty ones. Like I can't stress that enough. And like, as far as we know, we only do live once. My mom might disagree and say we get reincarnated into hummingbirds or some shit. But for now, you should accept that this is your only time on earth and you need to tell the people that you love how much you love them because it's not always going to be there. You know, you have to treat people as if it's there or your last day on earth, you know, and if you have a chance to make amends with someone, always do it because one day you might regret it. You can hear me when it's over, what's up? You can hear me when it's over, what's up?